everyone. Welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. I hope you are doing fantastically well. If you are new here, my name is Nina Lavon, and today we're going to be talking about a thinking pattern that I see over and over and over and is unfortunately something that can not only ruin our self-esteem and greatly reduce our happiness, but it can also contribute to anxiety, depression, and even panic. And of course, I will be explaining what it is, how it can be silently wreaking havoc in our lives, but then I will absolutely talk about some extremely effective ways that we can learn to change these negative thought patterns that are really a lot more destructive than we realize. So what we're talking about today is called should statements or should thoughts. These are the seemingly harmless things that we tell ourselves in our mind that are connected to what we think we should be doing or that we must do that we are not. So probably you've said about a hundred of these should statements to yourself already today. I should go to the gym. I should visit my family more. I should lose weight. I should be more outgoing. I shouldn't be afraid of flying. I should be more attractive. I should eat healthier. I should read more. Now, if we look at these types of statements, it is possible that some of these things are based on things that we really would value and really would prefer. And maybe some of the times that we think these types of thoughts is because We want to change something and we think that telling ourselves that we should be acting in a different way or we should be a different way, that it would motivate us to get some of these things done. And other times we feel like we're not measuring up to the expectations of others or of society. And we think that if we made changes to ourselves, then we would become more acceptable. We would be enough at that point. And many times we aren't even aware that we are having this inner dialogue. We aren't even consciously aware that these should statements are there. We just feel really bad about ourselves. We just feel inadequate, but we're not really sure why. But regardless of our motivation for these should statements, even when it is to try to push ourselves towards a positive outcome, the emotional consequence is guilt. In reality, it is a negative thinking pattern that can cause a great deal of suffering and create feelings of doubt and shame and even fear. And believe it or not, they are actually a form of cognitive distortion. Even though our intentions might be good, should statements make us feel like a failure. They flood us with guilt about things that we have or haven't done. In many cases, we are simply putting intense pressure on ourselves and making unreasonable demands, or we are taking the priorities and values and demands of others and placing them on ourselves. And this is a thinking pattern that is often easily recognizable in many people that struggle with anxiety or depression. When they are asked about themselves or their life situation, they will often share that no matter how they are doing or what they are doing, they feel that they should be behaving differently. And of course, shoulds are really what guilt is all about. I should have done this. I should have behaved differently. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. It's all these judgments that we make about ourselves where we determine that what we are doing is wrong 
and that there is something specific that we need to be doing instead that we are also failing at. This type of thinking makes us feel defeated and pessimistic. When we tell ourselves that we should be doing something, we're simply reinforcing the idea that we're not doing it. Because when we tell ourselves that we should be doing or being more, it doesn't actually help us to do more or be more. It just makes us feel like we aren't enough as we are. It certainly doesn't help us to take action. In fact, for most people, it is demotivating completely. And you might be surprised at how common this way of thinking really is. Even when we're not explicitly thinking about all these should thoughts, there can be implicit should messages that are underlying our beliefs. This is something that many, many people struggle with. And if you find yourself feeling ashamed, anxious, down on yourself, depressed or angry or resentful with others, these are often little clues that we have a should belief operating somewhere. I had many years of my life where I really, really struggled with the shoulds, and it is something that I still have to be incredibly aware of because I can spiral really quickly when I get into this thought pattern. I've always been someone who goes about things in a different way than most people, and I've always been very unconventional, which I really have no problem with. I don't mind being different or going about things in a different way. But I also don't like disappointing people, and I really struggled in the past with the judgments of others about my life, especially the people that I really cared about. So in many cases, I'd be thinking to myself, well, I should do this instead. That would make people happier. Or I would question my own judgments or confuse my values with someone else's values and think to myself, if I were a better person, then this would be more important to me or I would do this instead of that. It would make me feel terrible about myself. And even when I was doing what I thought was right or standing by my morals and my priorities, it still caused a lot of suffering and confusion. It even made me want to betray myself sometimes. And this is something that I see happening for a lot of people. It gives them a very negative view of their life and sadly, sometimes a very negative view about themselves. They never feel good enough. They feel like their life is not good enough because it always comes back to one of these things that we think we should be or that we should do. And for many people, it's not just one or two things. It's dozens of things. Sometimes we simply feel like a complete failure. And when you think about it from this perspective, you can see why this can be so dangerous and so defeating and how it can just suck the happiness right out of you. And you might be thinking, well, yes, I definitely do this. And if you are, you are certainly not alone. This is an extremely common cognitive distortion, especially because nowadays it seems like everyone is judging everything. Opinions, and very strong opinions at that, seem to surround us on the media, on social media, at work, in our families. The shoulds of other people start to really affect our life. We start to feel that life is black and white. We forget all the other variables, and it simply becomes a test that we think that we are failing. 
So most importantly here, is this fixable? Is this a cage that we can get out of? Yes, absolutely yes. And the solution is really not that hard. And honestly, just having the awareness that this is happening is half the battle. Recognizing that we are doing this and realizing how this is negatively impacting our lives. Because keep in mind, no one is saying that we can't have goals to change aspects of our lives. It is helpful for us to have specific goals or to make the decision to modify behavior that isn't working for us or is actually harmful. It's just that guilting or shaming ourselves as motivation for change is not only ineffective, but it causes harm in and of itself. We have to start with an understanding that it's important to accept ourselves where we are at right now, whether it is before we have taken any steps of change or even made the decision to change or wherever else we may be in this process. Part of the process is accepting ourselves now and offering ourselves self-love and self-compassion in this process. And I want to quickly point out that, of course, most of our should statements really come from our own mind. But it's also possible that some of these statements come from other people, which, of course, puts an incredible amount of pressure on us and can greatly add to the stress and anxiety in our life. And when we feel like we have to behave differently to make other people happy, that can certainly complicate things and absolutely have a negative effect on our emotional and our physical health sometimes. We can also be feeling that other people should be doing this or shouldn't be doing that, which is absolutely just as toxic and happiness sucking. But I need a whole nother podcast to talk about that. But I just wanted to mention these things because I think they are important. But let's go ahead and continue discussing how we are going to resolve this. So one thing we can do in this process of noticing these should statements is to actually write them down. Keep track on a notepad or on your phone. When you have a should thought and you notice it, take note of it. And once you have a few of these statements written down, really take the time and read them. Take notice firstly of all the pressure that you are putting on yourself and then secondly, Evaluate these should statements. Are they actually important? Are they actually things that you want for your life? This is what we want to determine every single time we notice these statements. And then we can ask ourselves the simple question, why? Why should I do this? Or why shouldn't I do this? And give yourself some time to really think about it. Is this actually something important and valuable to you? Or is this someone else's desire that you've placed on your own shoulders? Is this should something that would be preferable to you? What are the benefits of doing this? Sometimes just having that moment of figuring out what we'll get out of it can be the real game changer because when we focus on the benefits, it becomes more about being motivated to do something because there's an outcome that we desire rather than trying to just simply follow self-imposed rules. 
So this is what we need to figure out first in either direction. So from there, really, we've got two possibilities. We can determine that, no, this is something that I don't actually want. This is something I've been taught or told that I should want. I have a friend that came to this revelation pretty recently. She would always say that she felt bad about herself because she wasn't married. She would always be saying, I need to get married. I should find someone. And she put all this pressure on herself. But finally, she realized that her happiness did not depend on this. It's not that she should or shouldn't get married. This was just pressure, she realized, that wasn't even coming from her own desires. When she really thought about it, she realized that all she wanted was to be happy and that for her personally, it really didn't matter if she was single or married. She just wanted to enjoy her life. She is still open to marriage, but she no longer thinks of it as a should. She also realized that this was something that she adopted from her family. This is something that was valuable to them. And she heard it enough times that she started to think that's what her desires really were. And it was really that pivotal moment when she realized, wait a second, this is what they want. But is this what I really want? And when she worked that all out, she experienced so much less suffering because she had a mindset shift. So that can happen. The shoulds could be coming from an external source and not truly be what we necessarily want from our lives. But then, of course, there are shoulds that really do come from our preferences. We would prefer that we ate healthier or that we went to the gym or that we spent more time reading. So what can we do in these cases? Well, I think the big thing is really shifting out of that should mindset and instead put some thought into why we are putting this pressure on ourselves to begin with. Why do we want this? And then we need to talk to ourselves in a more positive way about what we do want. Because make no mistake, how we talk to ourselves matters. It matters so much when negative thinking or negative internal statements are running our lives. It makes it very difficult for us to be truly happy or to have a healthy self-esteem because we become like this disapproving parent constantly pointing out whatever we think we are doing wrong. And because this voice is in our own head, we are carrying it with us wherever we go. So what is the alternative? How can we get the message to ourselves that we do want to do this in a way that doesn't fill us with guilt or shame? Well, let's take the example that I had for many years with myself, which was organization. I had this constant inner dialogue tell me that I should be more organized. And truthfully, I really, really wanted to be. I didn't know how to do it, but I really, really wanted to be. And so this should was not coming from pressure from other people is what I really wanted. So instead of just telling myself that I should be more organized, some alternate ways that I learned to get this across to myself were statements such as, this is important to me. I would like to do this. And then, you know, finish the sentence. Why? 
I want to do this because and fill in the blank. Or instead of saying, I should exercise more, we can tell ourselves, I could exercise more. I would like to exercise more. What steps can I take to make this goal a reality for me? Or better yet, we can walk ourselves through an exercise of accepting how we are feeling right now and coming up with a solution. So we can tell ourselves, okay, right now I am feeling and thinking this. It's important to me that I start taking steps in this direction because, and then something small I could do to get started on this is... Now, do you see how that puts us in control? It reminds us of why something is important, but it doesn't impose unrealistic standards. And it doesn't keep us stuck in the pattern of using guilt to try to motivate ourselves. Instead, we are starting to learn to be motivated positively by things that we actually do want to happen. We have to remember that, and this is maybe the biggest takeaway, that when we are saying should or shouldn't, whether we are talking about our own lives or even other people, we are denying present reality. Whatever we think should be happening isn't happening. Thinking something should be different does nothing but cause suffering if we are not proposing a way to change it. And so it comes down to asking ourselves if we are or if we are not, planning to change. And then if we are planning to make this change, if we are committing to this change, then we actually have to come up with a plan. And it is a great way to combat anxiety. When we take action, we are taking a step away from anxiety because we are actually taking control over the situation. So much of anxiety is just feeling like we have no control. And so when we catch ourselves saying that we should be doing this or that, begin to change it to statements like, I would like to, or I could, and notice, notice what that changes for you. Notice how different that feels inside. We are pushing away from that cycle of guilt and shame and simply learning to take control of our lives and make decisions that work for us. Now, I am not suggesting that we will be able to change this habit and this mindset overnight, but can we change it? Absolutely. And keep in mind that it will take time and practice to remove this word from our vocabulary, especially if we are in the habit of using it all the time, whether we were consciously aware of it or not. So be patient with yourself, be loving with yourself, and just say, oh, I noticed I'm doing this again, and then notice how you feel. You'll notice that it does not motivate you. You'll notice that it makes you feel guilty or it makes you feel shame. So immediately, you can take that statement and reframe it into something positive for yourself. How you talk to yourself makes all the difference in the world. Think about how other people talk to you, how differently you feel with the different tones and the different word selections that other people use. 
Someone could be trying to get the exact same point across, but say it in a positive way or a negative way, which has a lot of implications. It has a lot of effect on our feelings. And we can notice that with other people, but oftentimes we fail to realize how all this negative talk that we are giving ourselves constantly is really affecting our lives and, of course, our self-esteem. Remember also that too many of these shoulds can really take away our sense of autonomy and freedom. You know, we can follow guidelines in our lives and we can make the best choices possible in each situation. But do we really want a life where we are constantly giving ourselves rules and obligations, even when they are not realistic or helpful? Of course not, but that is what so many of us do. It is embedded in us and we don't even notice half the time. And of course, it just keeps us in that cycle of stress where we always feel guilty and frustrated and disappointed. But changing this one little thought pattern can take away these feelings of failure and put us back in the driver's seat. So acknowledge the things that you value and that you want to work towards, but also be realistic and fair with yourself about it. Sometimes life is going to get in the way and that is okay. We don't need to endlessly punish ourselves. Remember, a step forward is a step forward no matter how small. And no, it isn't that we should or shouldn't be doing something. We can make the choice that we want to do something and that's different. But it's not that it should be. It's that we are making the active choice that this is what we would prefer for our life and we can simply work towards that without those negative emotions that are always attached to those negative statements. So I would love to hear in the comments where you think you are giving yourself this pressure and giving yourself the most should statements. Is it about your relationships? Is it about your health and lifestyle choices? Is it about your children or your employment? I would love to know. Please let me know. And also do let me know how you are going to start to resolve this and how you're going to start to implement more positive self-talk. So as always, I want to thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you have a topic request or a question, you can email me at nina.lavon at gmail.com. And that's spelled N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at gmail. And you can also reach me on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is at Nina Lavon. So I really hope today's podcast was interesting and insightful for you. If you have not already subscribed, please take a moment to do so both here and on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. We definitely want you to connect and I look forward to talking to you next time. Have an amazing day, guys. Take care.